here's the haiku of the day. And I do think I need to remind you that these are haikus. And it's these haikus are going to be based off what I'm going to talk about. And a haiku is based on, it's a three-line poem. It's Japanese, obviously. And it's five syllables, seven syllables, and the third line is going to be five syllables. So let's hear this haiku. Video shows more. Prepare for the second wave. Trump. Damn. Shut up. Ugh. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. You're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. And we're going to do a little something a little different tonight at the end of this uh, show. It is Wednesday night. Uh, the so. You'll probably, most of you probably won't do this until the end of the uh, end of the or till tomorrow. And what we're going to do is I'm going to hit the headlines. Here's the problem I'm having. The problem I'm having is that there is so much news going right now. I can't keep up with it. And I talked to Dave and Dave said that, you know, I really like the news and, and that's great. He he liked my podcast, which I was a little surprised. He liked the podcast about the animal farm. And he just wants more. Well, here's the thing. I think what I need to do is I need to do a news blast. Because I can't keep up. I Today's episode, I have some serious news that I want to talk about. and then, But that doesn't even touch what happened in the last day or two. So let's let's do that. I'm going to try that. We'll see how it works out, see how long this takes, and then move on. Well, something ungood happened in Minneapolis. Uh, body uh, cam footage was leaked by the Daily Mail, an English publication, um, this week. And it really shows a different story than we've been hearing for the last couple of months. This is the body cam footage from the George Floyd arrest. This is stuff we haven't seen. All we've actually seen was cell phone camera footage. And what's interesting about some of the cell phone camera footage we've seen, we will get into in a few minutes. I'm going to give you a short clip. Hands on top of your head. Step out of the vehicle and step away from me, all right? Step out and face away. Step out and face away. Please don't shoot me, please, man. I'm not gonna shoot please. you. Step out and face no. away. I'm gonna get out of here, man. Please don't shoot me, man. I just lost my mom, man. Don't Stop resisting that. I'm not. Yes, you are. Oh, ouchie, man. Are you on something right now? I'm not, no, nothing. Because you acting yeah. erratic. Let's go. Yeah, man. Let's go. Why are y'all doing me like this, Mr. Officer? Please, crack it. Give me for me and stuff, man. Okay. I am claustrophobic for real, Mr. Officer. You got him? Could you please crack it for me, please? Yes, I'm Remember my name. Stay I with will. me, man. I will. Please stay with me, man. Thank you. I'm not the kind of guy, man. Y'all, I'm a dying here. Take a seat. I'm gonna die, man. You need to take a seat right now. And I just had COVID, man. I don't want to go back to that. Okay, so I'll roll the window down. Hey, listen. Dang, man. Listen. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not a bad guy, man. I'm in the car. I'm not a bad guy. Ah! Oh! 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 Man! Oh! 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 Please! 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 Take a seat! Ah! Please, man! Please! No! Take a seat! Okay! Hold on! 
can't choke! I can't breathe! Help me! Please! Please! Ah! Ah! My wrist! My wrist, man! My wrist, man! Please! I can't take this, man! I'm only on the ground! 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 I know I can't breathe! I can't breathe! Keith, <laughs> it's a disturbing video. There's no question. You can watch the video. Go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com or just go to YouTube and search for it. It's a disturbing video. And it's not a disturbing video because of the police. It's a disturbing video because it really shows George Floyd at, in a very bad light. I, I thought... When they charged, when Keith Ellison, who's a garbage attorney general, I mean, this is a man who's been actually accused of rape. He is a, a Nation of Islam member, or maybe not a member, but supporter. He hates Jews. He's, he's just a garbage human being. And he's got some skeletons in his closet. When I heard that they charged Derek Chauvin with seven de second degree murder. I thought this might have been kind of an overreach. Now, this does not. This does not mean that Derek Chauvin didn't commit a crime. He did. I mean, manslaughter definitely. I, I assault definitely. Um, maybe third degree murder. But second-degree murder, which means Derek Chauvin showed up to kill this guy, basically is what he did, right? He didn't wake up in the morning. If they charged him with first-degree murder, it would have been he woke up in the morning and said, I'm going to kill George Floyd. Second-degree murder means he got out of his police car and said, I'm going to kill this guy. That is going to be really hard to prove. This video makes things worse, and that was just one body cam footage. And by the way, that body cam footage was leaked. You gotta wonder who leaked it. I've got 50 bucks that says it was the Minneapolis Police Department that leaked that. But that's conspiracy theory. I'm not gonna think like that. Here are the things we learned from this video. The first one... Floyd was not cooperative at all. Everyone kept saying he was peaceful, he wasn't going to do anything, he was... No, he wasn't. As a matter of fact, the police officer, if you watch the video, the police officer actually had to pull his gun because Floyd would not put his hands on the steering wheel when he approached Floyd's car. So he was not cooperative. And you can hear in that minute clip... The clip I have is about 10 minutes. I think the total clip is 30-some-odd minutes. He was never cooperative. He was peaceful, but the cops didn't know if he had a gun or not. Now, when the cop did pull the gun, and Floyd did put his hands on the steering wheel, the cop put the gun away. Number two, Floyd, like his autopsy said, his initial autopsy said, looked high. He, you could listen to it. He sounded high. Now, and then his, his blood, uh, 
his blood test showed that he was on fentanyl. He was actually on three different types of drugs, but fentanyl is the big one. So, and fentanyl is the big one because of his heart condition, which we'll talk about in a second. He looked high. He looked bad. He didn't look. Even the police officer two twice asked him, dude, what do you want? Why are you, why are you being like this? What do you want? So, yeah, he did not look like he just was uh, grabbed and beaten up and killed. The police officers were not rough with him, and they only uh, pulled their guns when he would not show his hands. They were very polite to him. They actually tried to go out of their way to make him comfortable. There was one scene that he didn't want to go into the police car because he said he was claustrophobic doesn't make a lot of sense because he was caught in his car and the police are trying to put them in their car. But the police pulled him out of the car. Okay, you don't have to go in. Relax, relax, relax. The police were constantly trying to relax him. The police were not forcing him. The police were not pulling guns on him, beating him with billy clubs. This is something that I think is going to be huge in the trial. This is going to be huge in the trial. There were two other people in the car, and both of those people were black. Or should I say people of color, whatever. Nothing happened to them. None of those two got arrested. And those were the two that were actually filming on their cell phones. No one mentions this. Hint. Does that sound familiar? I'm sorry, no hint there. But does that sound familiar? That's Rodney King. That's what happened with Rodney King. A lot of people were, were, were pissing that the police were racist with Rodney King. Rodney King had three other people, all black, in his car. Rodney King was the only one who got the crap beaten out of him. And he got the crap beaten out of him because um, the police officer, the sergeant at the time, sat back and said, this is why we did this. This is why we, this is why the police officers in L.A. got acquitted initially. Because they were able to prove why they did what they did was necessary. And it was never brought up that there were three other people in Rodney King's car and they were all black and none of them had a problem. There were two other people in George Floyd's car. They didn't have a problem. They didn't have to face the police at all. They were released. They were let go. They were able to film this whole thing. The other thing, he was yelling that he was going to die and you heard this in the clip. He was going to die and he could not breathe before he was put on the ground. He was bitching that he couldn't breathe when he was sitting face out of the police car. He was bitching he couldn't breathe and he was going to die. This is a big thing. So the cops are hearing this and they're like, okay, this guy's just saying things. They put him on the ground. That's it. And then he starts saying the same thing he's always been saying. Okay, well whatever. And they ignore him. 
Now, I am not going to excuse what Chauvin did. I think Chauvin should go to prison. I believe that. But, I mean, Chauvin believing that he's not really hurting this guy, this guy's just flipping because he's on fentanyl. Yeah. The police tried to calm him before sticking him in the police car. And instead of being calmed down, Floyd got more excited. He had to be put on the ground. Now, I haven't seen all. There were four police officers there. There was one body cam footage released. There are three more that need to be released. They did everything that they thought they could do to calm this guy down. It was actually a really pathetic display by Floyd. He was crying. He was screaming he's going to die. He was screaming. His mother was just died. In fact, she died two years before. Now, none of this clears Chauvin. What he did was a bad thing. I, I don't think there's a question about that. It was definitely negligent, and he should be punished for it. The question is, what, what kind of punishment? Is this second-degree murder negligent? I don't think so. And, you know, Chauvin went out and said, if Chauvin had gone out and said he was going to kill a black guy, or going to kill this guy when he got there? Uh, yeah, that's second-degree murder. Unfortunately, I'm not so sure you can look at the video and say, yeah, Chauvin walked out of his car and said, there's George Floyd. I'm going to kill this guy, this black guy. That's second-degree murder. Um, put that with the fact that we already know he was on three different illegal drugs. He had a heart condition. He had a criminal record, including a home invasion. And the, medic, the, the city's medical examiner said he died of a heart attack. And you can, I know a lot of people are going to sit back and say, yes, but the private ME hired by the Floyd family said he died of asphyxiation. That's great. They can have that argument in court. But the problem is you're going to have a really hard time proving that case. It's an ugly case. So, I mean, it's very possible Derek Chauvin could get off. I don't think he should either. I think he should serve jail time. I think what he did was wrong. This is bad. And the media knows it. They have decided to ignore the whole thing. Or, as CNN did, just sugarcoat it. Again, there, there is no excuse for kneeling on a man's neck for nine minutes. But can you really prove intent? That's the question, and that's what they're going to need to do. And I'm not thinking so. I think there is a very good chance that Derek Chauvin, who belongs in jail, is probably not going to go to jail because of the overcharge by that freaking idiot criminal attorney general of Minnesota, Keith Ellison. And he is an idiot attorney general and he's probably a criminal too
So what does this mean? It means prepare for riots. They're going to come again. If they actually ever stop. Because it doesn't seem like they've stopped. This guy is not going to get the sentence that the left is hoping for. He's not going to get life in prison. He's not going to get second degree murder. Not going to happen. Here's where my conspiracy urge begins to bubble up. I'm trying to suppress it. It's not working. And it's because it's kind of like, okay, it's extremely cynical. I will even go so far as to say it's not a conspiracy. It's just a real cynical thought I'm having. I think Keith Ellison and the Dems in Minneapolis overcharged for a reason. I think they want Chauvin to get off. Okay, if, if leave a comment if you think, yeah, you're, you're going crazy. But here's, here's what I'm thinking. First, if they charged correctly, the left would have flipped because everyone wanted this guy to get first-degree murder. This was not first-degree murder. This is not second-degree murder. By charging, by overcharging, by giving this guy second-degree murder, they appeased the left. And now people are, I don't know, it looks like they're burning and killing anyway, but, but the reality is they can't say they undercharged. If Chauvin gets off, there's going to be more riots, and Ellison and all of the left can blame the racist system and Trump. Let's not forget, I'm sorry, let's not forget Trump. They can blame the racist system for Chauvin getting off. It's bullshit. There's no question. It's bullshit, but that's what they'll do. And here's the thing. There is a chance the jury will get a conv conviction. There is a chance. So they're basically throwing, again, what the left does, throw darts at a dartboard. There's a chance they'll get a conviction. This is the thing that the right does not do well, that Republicans don't do well. They don't weigh things. The, I, I, and I'm not sure it's not doing it well, but they should sit back and weigh options, the good and the bad. Here's the problem with the Republicans. They're kind of moral. And they don't believe in this crap. They don't believe in throwing lives in the trash. The Democrats do. I'm looking at what I what I what I'm saying right now and I'm saying to myself, "Damn, they're really good. They're odds makers." The Democrats, the left, they're odds makers. So, if he doesn't get convicted, we and riots hit the street, which will happen. Well, that's okay because we'll just blame the racist system. And if Chauvin gets off, then yeah, I they are looking at how they can save themselves politically in this in this case. I'm not cynical when looking at this stuff. The Democrats are cynical because they they are looking for the the new no lose scenario. Whereas Republicans just look at it as this is right, this is wrong.
And that's kind of, that's kind of sick if you think about it. Okay, so let's go, fucking Trump. I swear to God, Trump, he kills me. I He really, really kills me. Joe Biden continues to make an ass out of himself. His latest interview turned out to be an, another absolute disaster. Here he's asked about if he ever took a, he's asked if he ever took a cognitive exam. His response was precious. Now, one of the things I want to point out, he got asked this by a black interviewer. Listen. Have you taken a cognitive no, test? No, I haven't taken a test. Why the hell would I take a test? Come on, man. That's like saying you, before you got in this program, you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not. What do you think, huh? Are, are you a junkie? What do you say to President Trump who brags about his test and makes your mental state an issue for voters. Well, if he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Did you watch that? Look, come on, man. I, I, I know you're trying to goad me, but I mean, I'm so forward looking to have an opportunity to sit with the president or stand with the president in debates. There can be plenty of time. And by the way, as I joke with him, you know, it, I, I shouldn't say it. I'm going to say something I don't I, I probably shouldn't say. Anyway, I am uh, I am very willing to let the American public judge my physical and mental my physical as well as my mental fitness. OK, I it I, this was a couple things here. I, I just I don't even know how to respond to this thing. It's way out there. First, Biden already said he had taken a cognitive test. He said that like three weeks ago. Now he says he doesn't need one and has never taken one. He can't even get through that sentence without flipping out. and. I mean, that's what he's been doing. And what's with the cocaine crack to a black reporter? What what does that have to do with anything? Cocaine is kind of an optional thing, whereas cognitive disease is something that naturally happens. Uh, so what is he saying? Black people are on cocaine? I don't think he said that. But I'm, I'm just saying, if Trump did this, what would happen? And the other thing about this whole thing is, what the hell analogy did he just throw out there? An elephant and a lion does... What the fuck are you talking about? That's insane. Well, if Trump doesn't know between an elephant and a lion and... Uh, uh, um, um, uh, Oh, come on, dude. This guy is really going to be our next president? Are you serious? But it gets better. Three debates have been scheduled that will start in September. September 29th will be the first debate. Here's what's fucked up about it. And I'm really upset about this. I won't lie. I'm really upset. The first debate will be after the voting starts. This is the problem with mail-in voting. 
and Dave and I did have a discussion about this. Mail-in voting will start on August 29th, and the first debate isn't scheduled till September 29th. Do not get me started on the fact, on that fact. It's it's not going to work. I we need to talk about it, especially if Biden wins. We will definitely talk about it, and then I'll find myself in a gulag somewhere. Okay, Biden, no, his team, his campaign team, has really been controlling all aspects of this election season. They've controlled. The campaign, they've shut down the Trump campaign. He doesn't go out and campaign. Biden doesn't go out and campaign. Biden picks and chooses who interviews him. Biden gets all the questions beforehand. He is, Biden is setting when the debates happen and how many debates there are. And he won't budge. He Biden never has to answer about the crazy policies that he developed with AOC and, and Sanders. Biden is controlling everything. He's lucky that the Trump campaign is so incompetent and not doing anything to push back. Biden is also lucky that President Trump has Twitter and has no fear of talking to reporters, no matter who they are. Trump should be afraid. He should be very afraid if he wants this country to stay the way it is. And he doesn't want to see a prison cell in 2021. Because that's coming. Last week, Trump tweeted that it might be necessary to postpone the election. Oh my God, that's not for you to say. And not to mention it's unconstitutional. Only Congress can change the date of an election and pretty much only through a constitutional amendment. It is not something that can happen. Why would you tweet that? All the Democrats are doing is screaming that Trump is never going to leave the White House if he loses. And then he tweets something like that. Why? Then he had an interview with Jonathan Snow of Axios on HBO. Why did he do this? Axios is a left-wing media organization. And it was produced on HBO, which is a left-wing platform. And the, it, and Jonathan Snow was a great interviewer. Trump got totaled in this interview. So let's listen to the first clip because I think, yeah, there are three clips. We're going to, yeah, we're, go, we're definitely going over the Dave rule. So listen to this. There are those that say you can test too much. You do know that. Who says that? Oh, just read Who? the manuals, read the books. Manuals? Read the what books. Manuals? Read the books. What books? What testing does? Who, no, I'm sorry. Just, wait a minute. Who let me let me explain. What testing does? It shows cases. It shows where there may be cases. I've covered you for a long time. I've, I've gone to your rallies. I've talked to your people. They love you. They listen to you. They listen to every word you say. They hang on your every word. They don't listen to me or the media or Fauci. They think we're fake news. They want to get their advice from you. And so when they hear you say everything's under control, don't worry about wearing masks, 
I mean, these are people, many of them are older people, What's Mr. President. What's of control? Yeah. Under the it's giving them a false sense right of security. Now, I think it's under control. I'll tell you what. How? A thousand Americans are dying a day. They are dying. That's true. And you ha it is what it is. But that doesn't mean we aren't doing everything we can. When I took over, we didn't even have a test. Now, in all what, fairness, why would you there have a was test? No test. The virus for didn't this exist. How would you have a test? Death is going up now. Okay. No, and it's no. a thousand a day. If you look at death, yeah, it's going up look. again. Let's look. Daily death. Take a look at some of these charts. I'd okay? love to. We're going to look. Let's look. And if you look at death, yeah, per, started to go up again. One. Well, right here, the United States is lowest in numerous categories. Uh, we're lower than the world. Lower than we're the lower world. than what is that Europe. Mean? In Take what? In what? Take a look. Right here. Here's case death. Oh, you're doing death as a proportion of cases. I'm talking about death as a proportion of population. That's where the US is really bad. Well, well, Much worse than South Korea, Germany, etc. You can't you can't do that. You have Why to go, can't I do that? You have to go by you have to go by where look, here is the United States. You have to go by the cases. The cases Why are not dead. as a proportion when of population? We have somebody Trump sounded like Biden. I, I he did at that point. He sounded like Biden. It was terrible. If you're going to reference someone or a publication, you better know the name of the person or the book that you're referencing. Do not ever reference something or someone without being ready to issue a name. It's a crappy way to debate. It's a crappy way to um, report. That's why I don't listen to news media. Whenever I hear a story from an anonymous resource, I think it's probably bullshit. And I, okay, whatever. He just did what the news media does all the time. Not, and he loses all credibility when he does things like this. It's just, it's crappy. Don't say everyone knows this or their reports and people have written. Okay, well, he, the reporter, who's a good reporter, he's a lefty. But he's a good reporter. He says, well, who says this? Where is it written? And Trump never, never references it. The other thing is, know your stats. The problem with statistics, and this is where Trump can argue, but I don't think he can argue because he doesn't understand statistics. The problem with statistics, you can prove anything. You can use stats to help your case no matter on what side. So what this snow was referencing was statistics based on country, right? On population. What Trump was trying to reference and couldn't actually couldn't actually say it is that it's deaths per 1 million. If you look at deaths per 1 million, the United States is like 12th. We're not, we're way behind China. We're way behind, and of course, we're way behind uh, Italy. We're way behind a bunch of countries. I mean, we're 12th. Deaths per 1 million is actually what I look at. And one of the things Trump needs to start doing is start saying, yeah, you're right. And we're trying. And Trump is so busy trying to argue and say that 
everything is great. And things aren't great, Mr. President. They're not. People are dying. But here's the thing. Yeah, well, we also have... And, and, and something Trump did that really bothered me is when he asked him about South Korea. Are you lying about South Korea? Well, either say yes or no. Don't kind of miss the question. For example, does China really have 4,000 deaths? I, I, I kind of, I hardly doubt it. And do not act surprised when someone brings up that we've got more deaths in this country, thousand a day. Oh, well, yes, there is definitely more death. This is what I would have said. Yep, there is more death and it's sad. We're working to curve the death. We also have a lot more cases and we have a lot more cases because this country is different. See, here's the here's the thing with this country. We have 350 million people in this country. All right. And we're still not the worst in the world. Like I said, I measure death by 1 million. How many deaths per 1 million? And we're looking at with us right now, I can't remember the exact statistic. I'd have to look at the updated statistics, but I think we're about uh, 150 to 200 deaths per 1 million. That's not a lot. But you go to other countries and they are way above us. Now, we probably have moved up simply because we've detected more coronavirus cases. We are doing more testing. Why can't he say that? Well, yeah, we're going to have more deaths based on coronavirus because we're doing more testing than any other country. And our deaths per million are going to go up. That's what's going to happen. And you've got to depend on the other countries that are doing, are they doing the same amount of testing? The answer is no. Why do you keep arguing with this? He needed to be prepared much more than he was prepared. And he needed to be able to answer this guy because this guy was going after him. There's no question. He's a lefty. He's a great interviewer. He's great with words. He speaks in an English accent, which everyone loves. He really needed to be prepared. And his campaign group failed him here. Finally, Trump needs to stop being so casual about things. When asked about the rise in number of deaths, he said it is what it is. Um, here's here's the reality. Yeah, it's correct. It is what it is. People are going to die from this thing. And that's what it is. But he can't be that casual about it on... He can't be that casual about it on an interview. Because they're just going to rip him for it. And the news media has been ripping him. Biden is going to use this. As a matter of fact, he's already started... But that wasn't it. There was this little uh, snippet. It's been widely reported that the US has intelligence indicating that Russia paid bounties or offered to pay bounties to Taliban fighters to kill American right. soldiers. Mm -hmm. You had a phone call with Vladimir Putin on July 23rd. Did you bring up this issue? No, that was a phone call to discuss other things. And you've never discussed it with him? I have never discussed it with him, no. Reg I would, I'd have no problem with it. But you don't believe but, you know, the intelligence. It it's because you don't believe the intelligence, that's why. Uh, 
It never reached my okay. desk. You know why? Because they didn't think it was intelligence. They didn't think it was real. It was in they your written think, brief, though, apparently. They didn't think it was worthy of I wouldn't mind. If it reached my desk, I would have done something about it. It never reached my desk because... Do you read your written brief? I do. do I read you? a lot. Really? You know, I read a lot. They like to say I don't read. I read a lot. Uh, your, your daily I comprehend extraordinarily well, uh, probably better than anybody that you've interviewed in a long time. This is a real non-story that Trump should have killed immediately. I never talked about this on my podcast because this was such a non-story. Even orange mad bad media like CNN, MSNBC never really brought this thing up. It lasted for, I don't know, a couple of days and it was dead. Intel here's what happened. Intelligence received information about Russia, U.S. intelligence received information about Russians paying Afghans to kill American soldiers. The intelligence community couldn't confirm anything and never told the Trump administration. So Trump knew nothing about it. Over. This is what I would have said. The intelligence community did not trust the information, so they never reported to me. There was nothing to talk to Putin about because there was nothing confirmed, period. Next question. This is what... But he continues to argue, and he, his answers are muddled. Any pushback by Snow could have rebutted with, you want me to accuse any pushback that Snow made. And, and Snow made a lot of pushbacks, a lot of accusations. You're not reading your intelligence. You don't know what's going on. Blah, 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 blah. He, he did all of this. I could have simply said, I would have simply said, you want me to accuse another country of a moral crime based on a rumor? Done. Mic drop. Next question. This should have literally taken, I know in this video it took about 30 seconds. The question took about 30 seconds. The reality is the question would have been 10 seconds. Trump vomits words. This is his biggest problem. Either verbally or on Twitter. He, he just vomits stuff. He vomits what he hates and he vomits what he loves. Sometimes what he loves is really bad and sometimes what he hates is actually pretty good. He's got to stop vomiting words. He needs to stop doing Twitter. He needs to stop going on interviews with vicious freaking um, reporters who are good reporters. This is why he could lose the election. But as far as I'm concerned, this is the worst part of Trump. Listen to this. John Lewis is lying in state in the US Capitol. How do you think history will remember John Lewis? I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know John Lewis. Uh, he chose not to come to my uh, uh, inauguration. Uh, he chose, uh, I, I don't, uh, I never met John Lewis, actually. I don't believe. Do you find him impressive? Uh, I can't say one way or the other. I find a lot of people impressive. I find many people not impressive, but no, but I didn't Do go. Do you find his story he impressive? Come, he didn't come to my inauguration. 
He didn't come to my State of the Union speeches, and that's okay. That's his right. And again, nobody has done more right. for but, but black to, Americans than I have. I understand. He should have come. But back, I think he made a big mistake. But, but, I think ta he but taking come. your relationship with him out of it, do you find his story impressive, what he's done for this country? He was a person that devoted a lot of energy and a lot of heart to civil rights, but there were many others also. There's a petition to rename the Edmund Pettus Bridge in Selma, Alabama as the John Lewis Bridge. Would you support that idea? I would, I would have no objection to it if yeah. they'd like to do it. Yeah, it's a good idea. Would have no objection to it whatsoever. Okay. John Lewis fought for civil rights for blacks during Jim Crow. John Lewis ended up getting a broken skull on, his, on the march in Selma. He believed in the American dream and believed it should be achieved through peace, not violence, unlike the Black Panthers or the Nation of Islam under Malcolm X. He was the right hand of Martin Luther King. After Jim Crow, he became a state representative in the House for over 20 years. Yeah, he didn't like Trump. Get over it. How about this answer? This is what I would have said. He was an impressive man with an impressive history. Done. The other thing that is just a turnoff is the arrogance and self-promotion. Who gives a damn that John Lewis didn't show up to your fucking inauguration? Is that really relevant? Who cares? Why bring it up? He is a dead man. Throw the guy a bone. Make yourself look bigger. It got worse. That part of the interview actually got worse. Trump stated that he had done more for blacks than every other president except for Abraham Lincoln. When Snow pointed out that LG, LBJ or Lyndon B. Johnson signed the Civil Rights Bill, Trump did not have an answer. Then Snow kept pushing for Trump to say that the Civil Rights Bill was unimportant simply because that's what the media does. Trump never said the Civil Rights Bill was important. Terrible. Here's what I would have done. Lewis is a good man. I would never say he. I did more for blacks than any other president except for Lincoln. I would never have said that. If I suffered from a minor stroke and I did say that I did more for blacks than any other president outside of Abraham Lincoln, I would point out that L. B.J. was an ardent racist and didn't want to sign the Civil Rights Act bill, but MLK blackmailed him into signing the Civil Rights Bill. Do you know why I would have said that? Because that's history. If you don't know what you're talking about, don't say anything. Limit your words. He is not a politician. Donald Trump's not a politician. He's not. This is so stupid. It, this is the problem when a bunch of yes men are around Donald Trump. 
I know that is sexist. It's probably, yes, person I should be using, but fuck it. I don't care. Someone needs to tell Trump to shut the fuck up, sir. So he can win the re- he can win the next election because we need him to win the next election. He is running against the corpse. The next election should be a landslide. Trump is working to make it close. It is extremely frustrating to watch this stuff. So I told you that we were going to do something a little different in these podcasts, and we're going to hit the top five headlines uh, of the day. So let, let's take a look at these top five headlines, because I'm not going to be able to talk about them. I Two stories, and I spent 40 minutes, talk, 45 minutes talking about them. So Beirut explosion. Uh, there was an explosion in Beirut, huge explosion. It was amazing. Um, the death toll skyrockets to the thousands. Now, initially it was 70 dead. Now we're talking thousands are dead. And 300,000 plus are injured. I, and by the way, I'm sorry. Let me reread because I'm actually reading the article right now. But um, hundreds are dead. Thousands are injured and 300,000 plus are homeless. If you have not seen this explosion, go to YouTube. It is just amazing. Next story. Number two, New York is now setting up checkpoints to test for COVID in tourists who are coming to New York. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, New York, who, which had the most COVID tests per million outside of New Jersey is testing tourists for COVID. Good job. That's, um, that is from the, uh, uh, that weird guy de Blasio who's wants to do that. Great. Good for you. Not unconstitutional at all, but okay. That's what they want to do. Ruth Bader Ginsburg really wants to stay in the Supreme Court until Trump is out of office really badly. She decided to delay telling people that she had cancer again for four months. I cannot wait to see. And I, I hope she doesn't die. Well, okay, that's a lie. I, why am I saying that? If she dies, whatever, or she retires, whatever. But I can't wait to see what's going to happen if she dies a month before the election. This could be absolutely awesome. Next one, number three, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, who is just insane and she looks like a sociopath, is declaring racism as a public health crisis and pursuing initiatives to eradicate and prevent discrimination and racial inequality including making state employees undergo implicit bias training. I, I, I don't even know what to say. I just, I, I, I had no idea what to say. She is such a dumb bitch. How did she get to be a governor? And why am I not a governor? Maybe I should run. I don't know. I, I'm thinking maybe I should run. Finally, last New York Governor Andrew Cuomo 
urged wealthy New Yorkers to return to Manhattan as coronavirus is now, quote, under control, end quote, to assist the city with a financial burden caused by the pandemic. (laughs) Do you know what it costs... Do you know what it costs to rent a U-Haul to go from California to Texas? About $4,000. Do you know what it costs to get a U-Haul to go from Texas to California? About $400. Do you know why? No one wants to be here in California. And you know what? The same thing is happening in New York. The rich have said, fuck this. I'm not going to pay these exorbitant taxes. I'm going to move. And now Governor Cuomo, who has got to be the dumbest governor in the country. And don't get me started. His his state killed the most the most COVID patients because of his shitty policies. He's a crappy governor. Don't listen to his freaking press conferences. He's a crappy he's a crappy governor. Now this guy is going to tell the rich who he's been overtaxing. To I wish I had the video clip. I don't have the video clip where he sits back and says, you know, I'll take you to dinner and all this. He's begging the rich to come back because they, he needs their money is essentially what's happening. So anyway, uh, so those are the five top five headlines. I hope you like that stuff. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. You can download or listen to this podcast on, get this now, get this, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher, and YouTube. Uh, you can view all of the uh, links that I have on www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Please leave some comments. I'd love them. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbass of Talking Politics.